millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back in, everyone, to NRL Fantasy Analysis. We're going to be going through my team in this one and also the alternate. So let's see how we went. We had a, a rank, round rank of 6.861 last week for 954 points, which sits us at 7,405. So after being 12,000 in the first round, we had a, a bit of an improvement, which was good. And uh, I think we're really well set up to perform well over the next few weeks. I've got 150K in the bank. My main issue is if Cleary doesn't play, because if, if he's actually out for this week, then uh, that makes it a bit sad. But 150k in the bank, there's uh, enough space to upgrade in some spots, and we'll, we'll talk about the team makeup. Obviously, I traded out Cook, which helped me out with, uh, with bringing in uh, another good edge player, um, and also freeing up some cash and getting a nice cash cow in Lenyu. So we'll, uh, we'll talk through that now, but Jaden Braley up the top, amazing work so far. I've had a few people that are talking about captaining him this week if uh, Cleary doesn't play, and I think that might be a mistake. Yes, he's had two amazing weeks, but I don't know if he's the consistent, you know, as consistent as some of the others would be. You know, there's a chance he gets somewhere in the 40s this week, whereas I think someone like Fafida or Crichton or you know, these types of players, or you know, Tedesco even, could be um, some safer plays there. But amazing work for Braley and had him from the start, which was great, and we'll keep seeing some price rises and some great scores there. Welch for 55, so that's going to begin his uh, his cash-making process after you know a 46 in that first game, which was still still good, but you know, to, for him to average just over 50, you know, 50 and a half, I think, was uh, was really great. You know, it's exactly what I thought he would average this year, and to start with two two good scores like that is perfect for him. And you know, we've got Watson in there, and, and he's doing great in as a starting a starting mid there with with two scores in the 50s and. Again, not expecting him to average somewhere in the 50s, but somewhere in the 40s would be great. And uh, he'll make plenty of cash going forward. You, you, if he can keep that up, he'll be somewhere in the you know high 500s to 600s very quickly. So if you don't have him in your side, you, you're missing out. And he's got the dual position as well, which is great. Not that many of us need any extra hookers in our squad. But Tino being one of our main issues at the moment, obviously did okay in the first game and, and got a got a 41 but to to get 20 25 in this second round was not great uh, we obviously spoken about him a little bit already but you know 22 in the first half and then you know down to only three points in the second half was not great but you know had a had a good uh good footy game but just didn't translate to the fantasy scores unfortunately you know we i'm liking him this week as to someone 
you know, like Josh Hodson, who, who plays really well but doesn't always score well. So that was really interesting because when he played with the Storm, he was someone that that did play, you know, did score really well in the fan, in fantasy too. And, and maybe we could put that towards the Titans not being as well-structured in defense and, and Tino's trying to, you know, get out there and make that big hit because the few times he comes out of the line and, and, and throws an arm out or, you know, has a decent hit but bumps off and they, and they credit that as a, a negative too, even though it was probably, you know, a decent play in, in actual footy terms. So with him, I'm not expecting him to score as bad. As 25, I think that'll probably be his low of the year. There's a chance that he can have a, a big score this week in a 60 or 70, but there's also a chance he sits around that 40 mark as, as a sort of a norm. So for me, there's a chance that I could trade him this week and upgrade. So if, I, if, if I'm getting rid of him, it's, it's straight to a keeper. And, and my thoughts are someone like Fogarty, I could, I could trade him straight too. Um, if I decided to downgrade somewhere else, I could, could bring in like a Toe Harris or something like that. So if, you know, if, if Schuster plays, for example, I could downgrade someone to him, but... Uh, and, and go up to a gun. And that's the only way I'd play Tino. You know, Otherwise, you just keep him because, yes, he's, he's losing a little bit of cash, but there's a chance that he goes boom this week and scores really well. So just keep that in mind with him. Jordan Ricky came back and had an amazing week. So you know, we can expect somewhere in the middle. 23 in the first game, 70 in this game. I'd expect somewhere in the 40s, which would be great. But it, he did play 80 again and, and you know, without any injuries this week in the squad. So look for him to continue playing 80 and scoring fairly well. Had Fafita in there, brought him in this week, and he scored a double. Didn't have to do too much in defence, and and came off a little bit early with a with a bit of an issue there, which he'll be fine going into next week. But um, just had that HIA and came on, came back on to get a couple extra points with a couple of minutes to go. But moving down, we've got Lamb and Cleary. So Lam, uh, Cleary perfect with the captaincy again. You know, just just ticked over the one million mark, which was great. Lockie Lamb with 35, yeah, so he's not someone that's losing any cash at the moment, but we were hoping that he would score somewhere in the 40s and do well for us. And and his baseline is going to be around this 32, 35 mark. And if he can get some more attacking stats or get his hands on the ball a bit more, he can score a bit more. But to me, I don't think he's going to serve his purpose as a cash cow, unfortunately. So he's someone that if you know, if Cleary's playing this week, then you could look to probably probably trade him. If someone like Schuster's on your radar, if he does get a start in the second row, or you know, however that happens to come about, then, then I think you could you could possibly trade him down to a Schuster and use him as a cash cow with Lamb not being you know possibly one of those. But the other the other thing to think about is if you have like an Avrilo on the bench and and you had him as sort of like your half cover, I wouldn't be relying on him to to do those that scoring work for you. Obviously, you got Lockie Croker as well. I like I do, and I know a lot of other players do as well. You could use him as that cover, but I wouldn't, again, wouldn't be relying on him as well. So you'd probably want to use him as maybe your third, like as, as your actual cover. So you can have him on the bench and you can decide whether you want to have him as an interchange player uh, or on the emergencies if you've got a complete squad and, and no one injured. So something to think about with him. He's not losing you money and, he, and he's, he's a safe option in there uh, in a rooster side where he could go have a really big game if you know if Kiri happens to go down with injury or they decide to use Lamb a little bit more then he could do well but that's where I'm at with him at the moment he's kind of just like a placeholder until we can find something better to to spend his money on but in the center is really happy with where I'm at so I've got Opacek and I, I did want Momroski at the start of the year but Opacek was a, a great second option and and hasn't had any attacking stats yet for a 32 and a 35 which is awesome really happy with that from him and and he's made sort of what 30k already and and should be able to make a bit more especially if he gets some attacking stats so the power power playing pretty well at the moment so you know him with Sevo playing really well on his outside they might get a little bit of catch and pass going and 
and you know maybe they're they're looking for Sivo to get the ball a little bit, and then Opacek get a try also. But really happy with him and and Tessie New as well. I I called him to score a try this week and play him over Avrilo. So if you if you listen to that, then great. Um, but they're playing the Bulldogs this week, so there's a chance that he goes fairly well again if he gets the start. So uh, he should do. But you know, there's every chance the Broncos just start you know shake up the team like they did a bunch of times last year. I've heard Oates and Dearden a a chance of playing this week. So. Whatever that means for someone like Tessie, I'm not sure, but it might be you know, Oates coming in uh, in the back row there. But we moved along to our wing fullbacks, so Pappy, Laurie, and Sheck. So perfect, Pappy and, and Laurie, you know, definitely going really well. And you could say that there's a chance that Laurie becomes a keeper and, and makes a, a shitload of money. So if that's the case, then if you don't have him, please get him in now. He's still at 325k, and you've got enough time to, to bring him in to do well. But he looks really strong in that fullback position and, and should do well for anyone's team. And, you know, I'm having him as a starting fullback. I'm happy, really happy with that position. Two of us to check. He's lost about 30k and and averaging just under 40, if I'm correct. So 38.5. And, you know, when, you, when you've got someone who is a keeper and always is each year, this is kind of the you know some of the lower price you'll get him. He might, you know, if he has another bad game, he might go down to five sixty or five seventy. But he's not someone that you're going to keep down for long. And and he had a you know slightly below the year last year just because he had limited attacking stats. But he was right in on the play on the weekend, got a couple of tries. He just hasn't had the tackle bust yet. And when he has that kind of game and does really well, then he's going to score really well for our our sides. But to get forty four without doing too much, we're really happy with. And I'm not stressed. I know a few people are trying to trade him out for trading him for Latrell or whatever, but you know, Latrell plays another good team this week and, and might not do as well. But we then come to the interchange and, and emergencies, and I'm actually really happy with where it's at at the moment. We've obviously got Crichton who's gonna come back into the starting side and and that you know that might be if I if I go a Tino to a Fogarty, then he can come in here, Lamb goes to the bench, Crichton moves into that starting mid, which makes everything look a lot stronger, doesn't it, I think, but obviously we want Cleary to be playing. But Jacob Little at 58 with a try is great. Turpin, I'm not stressed about. I think that's going to be one of his lowest scores of the year in, in his 80-minute performances. Alvaro is awesome. I'm glad I had him from the start with 54 actually playing, which is great. And then I brought in Spence, and he only got the 29 minutes. So I think that's going to be one of his lower-minute games of the season. You know, someone like Kikau played a bunch of extra minutes on the weekend. Yeah, they, they do have a fair few minutes to go around, but... For him, I'd I'd expect you know him to get some bigger minutes in in different types of games. Maybe, maybe not in the in the big games. Like they might play the other guys a bit more. But then the next game, if they're, if they're doing pretty well, then they they might hold him on there for a bit longer because you know you can see the week before he played the forty. So I wouldn't be stressed with that. Avarillo is just too cheap to to worry about trading out at this stage. He's got the half and the center cover. So if you need and you know if Tessie goes down or Opacek gets dropped, then you can just drop him in there for a week and. And you'll survive. So just, I'd be keeping him. I don't know why people would be training him out. You're not, you know, you know. There's surely there's other issues in your side that you can, you know, you can trade down to a Schuster or something like that. Um, Lockie Coco is just going to start his money making potential, which is great with a 52. And then Stefano got more minutes, like we were hoping for, and get got closer to a, a one point per minute. So really happy with how those guys went. And as I said, I feel like it's looking pretty good. If I could trade like a Tino to a Fogarty or or you know, downgrade Lamb to a Schuster, upgrade Tino to like Toe Harris or something. I think the team's looking really strong, and I've got some money makers on the bench, and I don't think we're very worried at all. Even rank seven thousand four hundred, I feel like you know, if it, especially if Cleary can play this week, but I'd expect a pretty big week of scoring and and bring my rank down to sort of four thousand or less, and and going from there. So yeah, I'm not too stressed 
you know, making a bunch of trades at the start. Because if I can set up the team pretty well with some money makers and, and some keepers in here, I feel like I can I can hold off on a bunch of trades at, you know, between rounds four, five, six, once, you know, once everything's been established kind of thing. But that's where we're at with that team. And we'll move on to the alternates. Um, here we are, and it's a bit of a tough week for, for these guys with, you know, not having someone like Cleary, which, you know, this was kind of the, the reason for it and, and going a little bit different with it. But having McCulloch as captain, missing out on the tries, this hurt, you know, negative 14 for the squad, but end up with 9-19 and a pretty tough rank for round two, which sits us at 9-3-8-7 across the two weeks. And and you can see, like, there's some really good parts to it, but, you know, trading in someone like Davey, um, you know, not having the huge captain, but... And, and Brooks not going as well this week and, and you know, missing out on, on one of the high ones there. But, you know, some good areas in there, which we'll go through. But McCulloch with 53, it was one, one of his lower games. Just didn't have to didn't have to tackle as much. But, you know, got a couple of kicks out of dummy half and, and just missed out on the tri-assist that he should have got. So, kind of like a normal score for him. I was tempted between McCulloch or Fafida and thought McCulloch would be a bit uh, a bit safer. And, and Fafida went the double, you know, two tries anyway. But, you know, in the mids, we got Watson, Twal and Linear. Twile's a bit annoying. He's only getting you know fifty odd minute, fifty minutes on the weekend, which you would have hoped that he'd get a, a bunch more. But you know, had to start with Spence and didn't have anyone like Alvaro on the bench, which was annoying because I decided to go real cheap and and you know spend all my money possible and went a cheap guy in, in Walker on the bench. But you know brought Davey in instead of of someone like Alvaro, which was annoying and and cost us sort of you know forty what forty four points there for example which puts us in the nine sixties and and I'd be you know sitting around a three or four thousand rank so just one player like that can can be annoying but um, we spoke about all these guys and before uh, Brooks forty two had a really slow start then went absolutely bonkers for a bit and then kind of a slow finish to the end but yeah obviously against the Roosters team that smashed him. I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be too stressed about that. And, you know, he's, he's got an average of 53, I think, over the first two games. So he's doing great. Uh, Momorowski and Tessie New. So really good center pairing, pairing and also a perfect wing fullback pairing. So nothing to, to worry about with those guys there. And we move to the bench and, and very similar setup. We've got Braley Little Turpin, which is great. And then Davey, who's going to have to be traded out. Unfortunately, doing his ACL, but, you know, Crichton can come straight back into this side. And we'll uh, work out what we do with Davey. If if Schuster becomes available, then we then we trade him uh, trade him straight in, and and we look at what uh what cash we got left available. So thirty eight k available. If we bring in a Schuster, then that would give us around uh, forty to fifty k plus the thirty eight, so about around seventy to eighty k to possibly upgrade elsewhere if we wanted to. But I guess who do we think we need to upgrade in this squad? You know, there's not too much at this stage, so maybe it's just a fact of, of trading down to Schuster if he becomes available, bringing Crichton back into the team, and and probably going to be captaining him with a you know chance of, of going big in in a pretty important game for them on the weekend uh, against the Bunnies, I believe. So there you go, guys. That's the team, and just what it I just wanted to make this team just so it shows you, you know, you make a bunch of different um, trades, and then the teams don't perform too dissimilarly, like overall, like. You know, week to week, they're, they're going to be fairly different. But overall, they come back to a similar stage. So, you know, when you're starting that original first team, then don't stress too much about, oh, I picked this player over this player because they all end up, you know, the averages come back to come back to the mean there and, and yeah, sort out what they need to do. So there you go, guys. That's the, that's the two teams. That's where they're at currently. Not a perfect start, you know, that I would have wanted, but... Yeah, it's all about the grind and getting back into into that and making good decisions from here. You know, obviously I spoke about in that mid range video. It's it's about 
making sure that the trades count. You're bringing in a cash cow or you're bringing in a keeper and, and that makes your team look a lot better. And you don't have a bunch of guys in that mid-range who are like, ugh, you know, they had a good week or two and then they had a bunch of average ones and you're thinking about trading them out. You know, a lot of the guys you, that I've spoken about with you, um, you know, they have one bad week and you want to get rid of them. So, you know, the keepers, you, you don't stress about as too much, too much with that. But there you go, guys. That's the video for today. Hope you enjoyed that and uh, let me know what kind of trades you're making this week. We'll jump in and do a Q&A video. And if you like this, please hit, the, hit that button. Really appreciate it. And hit subscribe if you're new here. But hope you have fun, guys. See you later. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.